Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. <laughs> I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. This is episode 63, and you're wondering why he's giggling like a girl, and it's because during my intro, he was a pig, and you'll hear it at the very end. If you happen to listen to our episodes to the actual last few seconds, often you will hear something with Tyler and I, most often Tyler, saying and doing something stupid. No, it's normally brilliant. Well, is it? I'm anyway, always episode right. 63. Yeah, wow. Hi. Forever Exiled. Round numbers. Yeah, we got a few things to talk about, but first... Big shout out to a bunch of new Patreons this week. Thank you, guys. We got Myleek, Chris McGamer HD, Francis, Dan, Jody, Bore You Havoc. Thank you guys all for joining our Patreon. And if you're curious what our Patreon is, we've got a link down below. The biggest benefit is that the lowest tier, which is the $5 tier, gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do, that's like four episodes roughly a month. And yeah, our uh, Patreon will get you access to that. So if you're curious what it is, check out the link in the description below or it's on our website, maybe on our Discord. I don't know. Anywhere it's else. everywhere. Now, our Patreon was, hel- or, or sorry, not our Patreon, our After Dark last week was hilarious because we had both of our wives and one of our buddies join us, which we've never done before. And that was a drunken mistake on my part <laughs> <laughs> during an Among Us game. But it was a really great chance to talk to people. All of them agreed that they would have to play Path of Exile in order to be on After Dark. So all three of them played Path of Exile for the first time. And we got to chat with them about it. Now, uh, I, was a little, I was a little hurt with the comments because what? What? well, people love them. People loved them. <laughs> we had people saying if, <laughs> if our guests started their own podcast, they just leave yeah, us. Yeah, we're out. I'm pretty sure Bore You Havoc said I would never have paid just for you two, but for your wives <laughs> and your <laughs> which is uh, awesome. Yeah. No, it was really fun though. You it are fun. We always welcome people to make fun of us and crush our souls. Also keep in mind too, Patreon gets you access to all of the past after darks as well. So if you ever want to go back and listen to the episode 62 <laughs> where we have our wives and friend on. Uh, it's fun. We had a blast chatting with them and, uh, what a fun time to talk with new players as we're coming into this episode, which is, oh, you know, all, I mean, what a week, what a POE week, (laughs) what a POE week. It was pretty nuts. And it's funny because of our previous episode and the amount of attention that it got, it was hard to not think about new players through everything that happened this week through. So it was, it was pretty interesting. And there were even new player questions done by Ziggy when we get to the FAQ stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. How was your week? How was your non-POE week? I know this is the favorite of some people. <laughs> I know. Yeah, don't worry for those that like to skip ahead right to the POE stuff. This is going to be Don't quick. you dare. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have to listen. It starts right no. now at the three minute mark. So I, I had a great week. My son, he's in kindergarten, still five years old. We were playing sequence, right? The board game. He broed me. Like he's been getting into dude, baby, and bro. He's oh, like he called you bro. Called me bro. <laughs> he's going and he's like, that was a bad move, bro. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. And I don't want him to oh man, it was hilarious. That was a bad move, bro. Was it? Was uh, he right? No. No. To a five year old? No, I crushed him. I destroyed him in that game. I looked at him, I broed him back, and then I destroyed him. No, actually, I think he beat me that game. <laughs> That's awesome. But I couldn't believe, like, I didn't even know whoever it is he's hanging out with. 
he's all of a sudden, he's coming home with calling people baby. He's going around calling people dude. He's growing awesome. everything. Anyway, that was, that was it. That's the only thing I wanted to bring up in my week. You? I, my week was lots and lots and lots and lots of work. Everything's, you know, getting back into it. January, New Year, 2021, still yeah. 100% locked down. Our province decided to extend it even further, which is fantastic. Not a fan, but whatever. It is what it is. But yeah, no, my week was insanely busy with week, with work. And I, I, I'm excited, though, for this coming week and next week because POE, you know, it's a thing. It is. So thing. I'm looking forward I'm to that. Very excited. But whatever. Our weeks are our weeks. Who cares? They, Let's they get are. into Well, how was your POE week then? Well, I had I had hang on. How was my POE? Got a click. Oh, yeah. I had two very solid sessions. I, I was I wasn't trying anything out this this week. I just played my pure physical bone zombie build and just had fun. Like it just did high content. Had a great time. Wasn't trying anything out for science or guide purposes. But here's my highlight. My wife went out of her way since that Among Us night that we had on New Year's Eve and therefore encouraged people to play, got them on After Dark. My wife, who has refused to touch the game, went out of her way two times this week to play. Thanks to your drunkenness, Justin, my marriage has improved tenfold. So feel free to drink lots and involve yourself in my life. I also, though, moving to your week, POE week, I saw you sign on to play POE a few times. I, yeah, I literally got kicked off of my own computer in one of the busy, like insanely busy weeks for me needing to do some work because my wife wanted to play Path of Exile. So she played. So awesome. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's like the worst of the best now. Now you can't. It, you it would be you... fine if she used her computer that is right beside mine in the office, but uh, she didn't. What happened? Okay, what did happen? One night I was going to, I know what happened. The first night I was like, Monday, you and I were going to hang out. I was going to play uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. But if I played Cyberpunk, because I'm on my account on Steam, it would mean that she can't load into my into my Path of Exile account on the other computer because Steam just wouldn't let you. And she didn't want to start a brand new character. She wanted to play the one that she was playing Your fault. on my account. Yep. Yeah, and I wasn't feeling great anyway, so I'm like, fine, just play on my stupid computer. And then last night, I had to go out and meet somebody in the evening, and she's like, so if you're going to be gone... <laughs> Your computer's going to be free, right? I'm like, yeah. So she played, I think she's beaten, she's to act five now. It's really fun watching her now, though, because she's not so powerful anymore. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. you know, she's actually struggling sometimes with dying. And now it, it's been a very different experience of watching her play because I'm quietly just going like, yeah, hit your freaking flask flask yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like oh right <laughs> dead <laughs> drop drops everything uses two fingers oh it's hilarious because getting used to pressing the different keys too yep. sometimes she frost blinks as she's dropping a void sphere and trying to like rage in like srs goodness <laughs> you <went laughs> not purposefully not purposefully does she know what it's to pick awesome. up She's getting there that's all i would say that's a really really hard part of the game we never even talked about that but the as somebody even as us who have played as long as we played sometimes even still you're like uh yeah, yeah do totally. i need to pick but does that she know up, so. like in general what to look for or yeah she knows to look for rares and she's using like a proper filter oh okay so she's so. using mine that's awesome no we i told her early on to avoid 
avoid the things that come out of Tyler's mouth, (laughs) words and such. Hey, I was going to tell you, did you hear that the creator of the lozenge died? I don't know what that is. Are you talking about lozengers? No, that's not a thing. A lozenge. It is in the UK, apparently. Apparently, that's where I got it from because I used to watch a lot of English TV with my mom. There will be no coffin at his funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious Uh, that they died? I don't know, probably a long time ago, but coffin. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I heard it the other day and I was like, I have to remember that for Forever Exile. That's awesome. Just so I can. I still have my wife's list from After Dark on the computer writing down all the words that I accidentally (laughs) made. My name is surrounded by a heart. Justin is helpful. Yes, that is what it says. (laughs) And then there's misogynist. Oh my God, that was was, painful last episode. Masochist. Yeah, it's not spelt right in real life. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into so it. Now we're, we're kind of skipping our normal this week in POE because this week in POE is going to be yesterday in POE. And we're also going to make an assumption that you have seen GGG's reveal video. We're not going to be going like word through word through that. So we're assuming you've seen that video and at least have an idea of what uh, 3.13 is going to entail. So what was your I mean, OK, let's just talk about first off their live stream. But, but, and, oh, and just the event. I'm I'm on board with everyone else that I heard of. Do it all the time. Save yeah, your, save your so airfare. Good. That was perfect. That was great. I mean, I don't know what it cost them in comparison to actually doing the travel and if they lose out on marketing. But oh, it was glorious to get it all at once. I mean, I guess it sucks because they don't. I didn't click on one link this time around that they sent out, like whether it was from like, I don't know where it was, a PC gamer or Polygon or whoever, but I didn't click on one link. Normally I click on all of them. There's no chance that the, that, that I would be shocked if their normal way of announcing leagues could even compare to what they got. There were like 160, 70,000 yeah. people watching their live stream. And then Bay class had about 90 at the end. That's gotta be awesome for them. Oh, did they do it after, like on their same channel after or whatever? After Ziggy's oh, Q&A, cool. they, they, po- they hosted it, which is awesome. But then Twitch failed. Oh, no. Like yeah. in the middle of like, it? Like, yeah, people all of a sudden, I, like, I couldn't load anything. People stopped responding. I got tons of Discord messages saying, like, hey, sorry, Twitch is down. So that really sucks hmm. for them when they're finally in, like, six digits of viewers. Maybe they do on a regular basis. But anyway. I, I, yeah, that, that live stream, though, was I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of it that was actually live, but it was really, really well done. It was yeah. so fun to watch. That gave me everything I wanted. Like, obviously, I have questions. There's more that I want to know, but I didn't have a desire to go out and like search for more and stuff like that. Like, it was, it was awesome. They and they, uh, they nailed it. The music gives me chills. Chris said even like they've done like 37 expansion trailers or something, and he said they all give me chills. I'm on board with that. Man, they do a good job. Yeah, uh, Camille crushed it with that music. Agreed. All right, so let's get into our initial reactions. I mean, it's okay, right? It's decent. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I guess I'll play. <laughs> it's just another expansion, <laughs> whatever. I felt like PoE2 hype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. I, I'm that excited for these core changes. I'm just mm-hmm. that excited. And to me, this was like, it sucks for Ritual. Maybe they always expect it. Because Ritual actually seems really cool too. But all I'm thinking about are the core changes. And it's not because I'm a standard player, but like I hate Cyrus. So having this like boss focused stuff. So awesome. You know what I mean? And just all this new mentality, the past, just everything they added, I thought was awesome. Now this though, 
they added a ton. And this is apparently without feature creep. Yeah, I know. It's a little weird. I Like, I, I believe him. I believe him. He was talking about the quality of this and how excited he is at how early they're able to test, which slightly infuriated me. You never, ever tell your committed fan base <laughs> that you never got to alpha before you launched the product they're in love with. You just there's certain things you don't tell people and that's one of them but anyway i'm i can't believe this is without feature creep yeah i know you you've like reworked every ascendancy you've done 40 <laughs> like rework skills you got 11 new maps but we made sure to cut it off <laughs> that's right, we held back <laughs> what is on that list <laughs> we were going to the moon but instead we just flew around the world for me i don't know for me this is adding just a hundred percent more of stuff I love and want more of in PoE boss battles like this is uh, I think I have it listed somewhere else but Ray's cutie and from is that what the Ray's cutie right from the um, from Bay class said that basically this has turned PoE into a boss game of course there's the mapping and clearing but now it's like a boss focused in the core of it all which is perfect Right. When I watched it with Ethan, I had mentioned to him that it felt like a, a steroid metamorph, which I love Perfect. because it's focused on no more zoom zoom. Well, there still might be some, but that's not the focus. The focus is you, you're going to have to. I mean, good Lord. ten bosses. Yeah. Oh, and the that's the part that repeats itself. That's what drops. That's um, a goodness me. Now, here's here's this part. It's not really talked about, but it's my favorite part of it all. Nothing is timed. Yeah, we talked not about in that the too. core, yeah. not in the league ritual. Nothing is timed. You can it's take awesome. your time. You want that boss battle to last eight hours because, you know, people do. Fine. Okay. Have that crazy defensive build where you're hitting with a wet noodle, but you're never going to die. You'll get the same rewards. I, that is my favorite part about all of this. And I, in terms of like, I think another part of my favorite part, because once you get down to it, once this has been in the league or part of the game for a year and it's old news and we're not excited about it, it's just something that's always been the ability to avoid content I don't care about. So for me, that's Alva, but the ability to encourage more content I love, like masses of enemies, like breaches, for example, or beyond, I can have, I can encourage that content passively. And it's I just love it, which we're going to get into more of that when we talk about that. Yeah, the changes to the uh, Atlas, but it is cool. It's really fun. And I love that it's different in every section. So cool. I, I It's really smartly done. Did this on lockdown. Just, you know, like mm -hmm. this, we're, we all think that this is like, yeah, right. This is total feature creep. But they say they held back. And this is what they put out on lockdown. I, I hope like I'm, I'm nervous for the company. I obviously hope they're extremely successful in it. But this is the one where you really hope the quality of it is good. You know what I mean? Because of, you know, their, their post they had a month ago and stuff like that. And it just seems like so much. So I really hope it's in good quality, not for my sake, but for their sake. I'm I'm excited. But a, a really cool point they had, which I love that they added. I thought it was really thoughtful. They were they 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 I'm stuttering here. They mentioned Path of Exile 2 and PoE Mobile. I thought that was really cool because there are a lot of people that are excited about it. Obviously, you know, being a host of a podcast, people know that I'm really excited about it. But there's a lot of other people that are, too. And they mentioned as just a nice little teaser that news regarding those two are going to start a lot sooner than we think. 
So I thought that was really neat. A nice touch at the end to like, you know, we know, you know, we know you want to know, I guess. Yeah. I mean, really, what other option was there? You can't just say nothing because then that's what all the questions are going to be centered around. So I, I actually think they started off with that, too, which was kind of funny. Like in his initial statement, he said that more would come to follow and we knew people were excited about PoE2 and Path of Exile Mobile. I, one cool thing I liked about this, and I wonder if maybe this is a technique they have from visiting, you know, California or wherever they do their, their like normal marketing spreads, but they explained the current content in its current state before they explained the changes. And I thought that was cool because, yeah, almost everybody that's watching this is experienced. They're in love with the game enough that they're in the higher, I mean, I'm not a high echelon player, but I know the game well, and I know the game well enough that I don't need that content explained. But I thought it was cool that they included people that wouldn't know everything about the game in their presentation. I thought that was really cool. I really like that aspect. But I mean, obviously, I've done everything and gotten everything. But no, I thought I thought that was really nice. Did you see the new support packs? Obviously, they showed the ones for the core. But did you see the two for ritual ritual? Mm hmm. I don't think I've ever been more tempted. To what, by both? <laughs> the pet They're both and the cool. back attachment look amazing on the darker mm -hmm. one. And the portal of stones and runes looks so cool on the lighter colored one. Yeah, the portal is cool. I, even the armor looks really cool. They both, I, that's normally it's either I'm both. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm sure a lot of people will like it. It's not for me. Then there's one where I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. I like this one thing about it. This is the first time I think in a long time where I've liked both so much. Gonna have yeah, to wash really the car cool. a few times and earn a few bucks. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I think the way that they did this release was was really fun to watch and engaging from a from a player standpoint versus us just watching a trailer yeah. and then having to read, especially the Q&A, because it gave you the chance to hear I, which they've done before, but I, I actually really like that part because you're getting Legit uh, sort feedback. of a, an, yeah, an additional sense of feedback. But also, I, I think it's hilarious to watch Chris not know. Yeah. Like, that's how big this game is. It, I always wonder, like, if he went back, you know, five or six years, how much did he not know about the game? I'm guessing it was probably pretty low. You know what I mean? And now he's like, mm, guys. <laughs> i just i just thought that was so fun a love hate relationship with his desk job for sure yeah all right so let's get into ritual one one thing before that this just ties in with the the new folk subject we had at the very beginning here this is a very late game core add-on right like the changes they make into core are all late yep. games so it's not something you have to care about new people with which i think is kind of cool right like they'll figure it out as they go because you'll be experienced enough once you get to that stage whereas ritual it's just click kill pick reward click kill pick reward there's a little bit more to it but yeah you're sure. right but it's not complicated it's not tricky and no matter where you are in the game like that's something that i could see the three people that we introduced to the game last week that's something i could see them oh what's this oh click oh 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 and then Okay, well, let's see. Oh, it's glowing now. Let's see. Like, you don't you don't need one piece of text to tell you what to do. I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I'm generalizing. I'm generalizing. But you know what I mean? It's super simple. Let's get into ritual because then we can chat about that. So the lead concept is ritual. And the idea is there are these, 
I don't know what, I don't know what, what are they actually called? These little ritual bases or these little sticks, ritual sticks. <laughs> yeah. It's a ritual stick. Statue shrine things. Ah, stick. It's a stick. Okay. And you, you find them in zones and maps. You click them. First off, they're surrounded by enemies. You got to kill the enemies before you activate the ritual. You kill the enemies. It sounds like again, it, it he said that they're, because uh, the items then are inside of it, right? And you have a choice of either, there's, I, it's, I wish I could actually see it again, or, or I'm more curious to start playing it. Maybe you can explain I, it better I think, because I think I get it anyway. Obviously, I haven't played it either. But all right, tell me. You, so there's just that shrine thingy, right? You yeah, kill it. A stick. So think of it like a strong box, but the enemies are already outside of it. So you clear it. When you're finished clearing it, it'll give you whatever visual indication you have that it's, you know, that thingy's been cleared, that ritual area that you can kind of see a, a circle around, right? Like that pentagram or whatever. You kill it. You click on it. When you click on it, that's when the battle begins. The rest of the map disappears and only that circle exists, only that ritual site. You got to kill all those mobs again. They rush at you in whatever staggered form the game's decided. Once you've cleared those, if you've survived it, I don't know like how it works in terms of like if you die, the circumstance is done or if you get to go back into it. But once you clear it again, after you've clicked the shrine thing, clear it again, then you can click on the shrine again and you have access to that display of inventory. But then you can you can defer it yeah. or summon them again in that same one or is it just later right. in the map because i know there's three to four of these sticks yeah so originally you're going to have i think it's three uh, ritual sites per instance and you're going to earn based on the difficulty of it scaled by whatever it is that's on the on the monsters on the mobs you'll earn a certain amount of ritual which is that this currency for this league and you can use that ritual that you've earned for this for what's displayed for the different rewards that are available to you but you can you can pick as many as you want from what i gather but you only have a certain amount of ritual now you as you don't carry your ritual that currency right. out of the instance which is interesting but for each ritual that you do the reward the random rewards that are displayed you can defer so that you can get in a different map if you defer them those things get cheaper the more you defer them i think up to a like a there's probably a minimum cap and of course the higher more you progress in the game the more ritual you're going to earn per per instance as well because the monsters are more difficult so that's kind of how i grasp it but it's still randomly based so you can get like synthesized items you could get that crazy rare head hunter you could get an exalt but that's also they introduced new base types again oh my goodness filter people are so screwed all the all the base types from heist are coming in all the like jewel or all the like alternate jewels and stuff like that and or gems i mean oh my goodness and now like even more new base types for ritual anyway this is the only way where you can get the league specific content so it's kind of neat this is the first time that i can remember though i haven't played since the beginning of time where your items aren't dropping you're picking from a menu a uh, heist actually did the same thing last league but heist had drops. No, but these specific ones were only from those uh, True. Uh, things at the end. But it, I like the fact that the mobs that you're killing don't drop anything specific to the league. Yeah. It's actually by killing them and then clicking onto the stick, the ritual stick. I think it's clean and nice. And it again, as long as you're not getting hit, nothing worse than trying to pick your Xana map. <laughs> you know, when she's in and you're like getting hit by something you can't see and you got to 
exit out. Hit B a lot, right? Because everybody's playing on console. But uh, I think it's really cool. I love the setup. I'm excited to try the new loot system like that. Yeah, I like that it seems relatively simple. I know there is a way that you can you can basically buff future zones and maps to increase. Is it to increase the amount of ritual that you're going to get when you do the ritual? If you carry a ritual over through those items, right, like you can kind of carry it over. Then when you're into mapping, you can put it into your map device along with your map and it'll wipe off the original, you know, vanilla instance that it was going to have for rituals and And it kind of buffs it which increases your chances of getting the more rare stuff which is kind of cool and then it also increases the amount of ritual you're going to earn as well yeah so it's your motivation to to keep going it yeah did you see like one of the new base types has a crushed effect on it you're crushed the helmet right yeah it says yeah really rad looking it's like the mouth of sauron kind of but uh crushed when if you're crushed hopefully this is a, like a map mod that's ever going to roll oh goodness gracious but crushed means you have no physical damage mitigation oh okay i'll just hang back here there was a what was the combo with it though because the combo with it made it that if you weren't playing an armor build it was really good I oh yeah, yeah there was no was. con if you're already going with super low physical damage mitigation um i forget what the rewards were as well but it was interesting because there i mean i still haven't touched into like sapped and scorched and like there's so many other i don't even know what to call them anymore like ailments elements Mm -hmm. per se in the game that i haven't even touched yet i have my focus and i'm not disappointed i haven't but like i don't it's it's so big and now they're adding stuff that's here it's probably going to get added to the tree you know in five leagues hey you know improve your crushed or i don't know i don't know anyway well it's crazy because those are rollable items too yeah which is nuts they're not like uniques or specific to what they're going to roll Mm -hmm. that part remains and i think another really cool thing about this league is once you've kind of used the item that lets you i guess trap that specific ritual with those monsters you can save it like i love race course so i can save all those for doing race course and it beefs up race course or if i'm doing race course which i currently is a t14 who knows how those map tiers are going to change hopefully race course turns into a tier 16 but let's say i'm doing race course i've juiced it up be in the mid triple digits and i have my scarabs and i have this and that and another thing and i'm really focusing on stuff i can throw the what do they call it is it tribute ritual the vessel i can throw the vessel in with the rituals in it and it beefs up like i just that much more enemy density within a map that i'm already crafted to my preference i just think that's really cool so can I, I just want to point one thing out that stands out to me when I, when you're talking about like putting the vessels in and it's the, it's one of the things I was thinking of when they were doing that in, in the Q and A when he was talking about it as well. And, and I love that. I love that you can add things into the map device when you're running a map and that it beefs up the map. But I, I wish that they made the five slot map device a little easier to get because it's such a big benefit to a player to have the five slot map device. If I can all of a sudden throw on four vessels and you can only throw on three, granted, you're still gonna have a fine time. I'm not trying to take away from the fact that people playing with the normal one are gonna have a fine time. It's just that there's a very big benefit to having the five slot one. And it's not, it's, I don't think it's a re, I mean, I don't know, who knows what'll change with this league because that you can now do all the crazy things with the atlas yeah that's right maybe you can maybe it'll be a lot easier to get the splinters you need to get the hundred to get the four right to get it i 
I know you have a note about this and it was definitely one thing that stood out to me, although I saw it on the other side of you, which is that this is a, you have to share your items league. So yeah. this is a terrible league for playing with other people. In my opinion, you don't earn tribute each. The only the person who's running the map is picking from the items. Uh, and Atlas progression always sucks multiplayer wise. Yeah. But this league looks insane for SSF. It does. It looks so good for SSF. It really does. Um, it definitely makes someone that isn't, isn't even into trade, even though Chris emphasized trade a lot in his Q&A, which the game obviously revolves around. Uh, it just makes solo self found that much more viable, comfortable and capable. Now, I actually my note here that that you read, I'm not I don't like it when leagues are about, you know, play with someone nice so that, you know, you're not screwing yourself or missing out when you play. But at the same time, this league's not horrible for co-op. Like you're still going through and you're killing stuff. But the ritual that you get, the the currency, it doesn't carry over. So you're not missing out in the long term. You're only missing the specific reward. So yes, obviously you're playing for the reward, but it's not like when you're doing delve and you're stealing somebody's Azerite. You know what I mean? It's not like when you're going through and what was the one league? Oh yeah, Harvest. Couldn't get anything when I was playing with you in Harvest. So it's not like you're not... Uh, I still wish that both players got their own menu to pick from and got their own gear to pick from, but at least the con isn't very high this time around. No, I agree with you, except that there's no benefit to playing in multiplayer. It's True. not like you're seeing an increase in the amount of uh, tribute that you have or something. Maybe if there was some percentage increase or something, then maybe, but whatever. I'm not, it's not, it's, that's a relatively minor complaint given that in the end, we don't play a ton of multiplayer anyway, but it, it's just funny going from a, a heist league where it was very, you know, multiplayer friendly to nah. Now, when they showed the first ritual video, the very first thing I thought of was PoE2. They're putting PoE2 stuff in here because uh, there was a lot of using the environment mm -hmm. for survivability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the lasers. Right. Yeah. And they were using the trees. They were using the coffins. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> good joke. Just good joke. <laughs> Hilarious. Lossinger. <laughs> but they were using the environment a lot for survivability and i really like that now in poe for me personally i don't use the environment to stay alive a lot the only time it even crosses my mind is in the dungeon style maps where it's a lot of shotgun damage a lot of doors you got to like sneak in and there's a whole bunch of mobs waiting for you you know you've referenced a lot i like to place my totem in the door and just stay safe so that's the only time I think about using the environment for survivability. But when we saw the POE2 stuff, there's that boss that was like this big basilisk or snake or something that was underground. And it would blow all this. I don't, I don't even remember the fight specifically, but I remember some of the prominent broadcasters that were able to play it. Some of them stayed in the middle because they weren't used to using the environment as defense. And then after they were encouraged, they'd go behind like the snake bumps and they would stay safe. And so it seems like the environment and there's going to be something else that I'm going to point out a little bit later on as well. But the environment is being a little bit more or we're interacting more with the environment, which pros and cons. 
if it's not busy and you can see the environment, that's a good idea. If it's so busy, you can't see the environment, which currently is the case. I can't see stairs. I can't see this. I don't know why I'm stuck. Then it's a bad idea. So anyway, I thought that was kind of uh, that's one of the first things I noticed when I saw the ritual trailer. Well, I noticed it. I, I thought the same thing when and we'll talk about this later. But with the maps, the new ones. They just looked so PoE 2-ish. They did, didn't they? Yeah, a lot of the tile sets just seem they, they struck me as PoE 2-ish, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. There were two notes um, that Chris said that kind of stood out to me. Um, it's a hard, it's apparently it's going to be hard. Like it seems simple, but apparently it's going to get hard and he expects weaker players or newer players to just start skipping the content. Like that's how hard it's going to get at some point. Like if you don't know how to make a legit build, this isn't word for word, of course, but if you don't know how to make a strong enough build to handle hard content, you're probably going to start skipping it pretty early. What league was it when we started? Oh, Abyss. I think we started Abyss skipping Abyss stuff pretty quick. There were a number of leagues we've had like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what, though? In retrospect, it was annoying then, but knowing it now as that maybe just as a default mentality, I'm like, OK, all right, I'm probably not going to play it until maps. That's fine. Are you fine with that? I'm not. Uh, the, the difference with Abyss was we skipped Abyss because it was overtuned. We didn't skip Abyss because it was meant to be something that as you progressed further into your build, you'd get stronger to do. That was a, okay, we need to make this a bit easier. Uh, I don't know that I like the idea of skipping out on the, the content as I, mean, I won't. I'll do it. I guess until I get to the point where I feel like maybe I can't. Yeah, we're softcore. But seeing those rewards, like I don't want to walk past that. And even though they said ritual doesn't, maybe I'm mixing up my terms, but they said ritual doesn't carry over to the next instance. He also said you want to save your ritual. So I'm, there's something that I'm missing in terms of like saving for later on, but you can't carry over stuff to the next. I think you can keep deferring though. Can't you defer? You can defer, but if your ritual resets... I don't know. I guess maybe it's because you have three or four ritual instances within or... um three or four rituals within one instance that you don't like want to spend each in each ritual as you get to it you'd maybe do all four and then oh see i took it the other way where you could defer it infinitely until you could get that item that was in there yeah but your ritual the currency from what i understood doesn't move over to the next map so your items are available for purchase your next map might be harder i don't i don't know we'll have to play it but either way it does it seems like it's well thought out there's just something I'm missing. It looks like it's easy and it looks like it's fun. Like concept wise, it looks like it's easy. I agree. Core stuff. Pump it up. End game stuff. Uh, how about this? Overall thoughts of ritual first. Two thumbs up. Two. Yeah. You, you, you obviously don't want to play with me. Their league stuff's always fun. I, I don't I don't often like even Harvest. I liked it. It's not often. Yeah, where I you liked Harvest. Stuff. You liked Heist until you yeah. got to the doors and yeah no okay i, I mean there's you. always some for concept that i might not like but i this one looks good i'm i'm pretty confident in their you know ability to put out a pretty solid league with that extra time uh so i yeah i i think ritual is going to be fun i am insanely looking forward to echoes of the atlas but i think oh. ritual is going to be great i oh my goodness and to plan around stuff that's included in rituals of the atlas now for future leagues you know what i mean like knowing how mapping's going to work knowing how investment's going to work how people can specialize a little bit more it just opens up potential for you know what 314 is going to be like you know what i mean and just the things that they can do and how they balance certain things the rewards you get it's going to be pretty cool 
let's let's get into Echoes of the Atlas because I think we've covered Ritual. Ritual is fun, going to be awesome, but Echoes of the Atlas is that's what we're all here for. Totes, dude. Totes. You know? So, what did you think of it overall? I there's so many things to talk about. I should have watched naked because I think I had to change my pants about four times. It was awesome. I feel like you keep talking about wetting yourself. I feel like it's becoming a theme. It's awkward. I know. It's really awkward, actually. You know what I noticed (laughs) in the trailer, though? I felt very smart about this. Unless it's not true, then you can just completely erase this from the podcast. But the purple orbs on the side seem to be the bosses, like in that arena where you fight in... I already forgot her name. That sucks. But in the per- in the arena where you fight, um, all the bosses. Yeah, the Maven or whatever. Big name is. like purple spheres that are there. It's like those are where the bosses you've trapped are, and that's where they come out of before you fight them. That's what it looks like. I didn't notice that because I saw one that looked like a chaos golem, and I'm like, wait a second, why that? Why would my chaos golem be in there? That's weird. But then there's that one map that I hate that has that. You said it. I'm going to just bring it up. But oh, my God, golems being resummoned. I know we'll talk about it later. But oh. what the F? That's amazing. Yes. OK, we'll talk about that later. But you brought it up. So I have to oh, say something. I know. But any, oh. and the prospect of more difficult boss battles and then bosses coming together. Oh, my goodness. That's up my alley. I, I think it looks so fun. I'm fine with long boss battles. I know it has some sort of indication to, you know, like the what the community would think of my build if I go defense over offense, but I'm so fine with long boss battles and I love it. Even I would love it if even the most powerful of builds had a hard time killing some bosses. I just I love this. Well, I think that's actually going to be a really big question mark, too, because you're fighting them in an area where, well, not until you're doing the 10 boss person, there's no roles. It's not like you're fighting in a zone that's rolled until you're doing the 10 boss version. So I'm curious if the, also, they made it sound like there's a three, four, five, and six boss option, and then it just jumps up to 10. Two, four, six, eight. What? Are you actually Two, four, saying? Six, eight. Yeah. They said it was um, the first time you meet her, she's going to ask you to fight two bosses. And then the next time she, you I fight, I didn't hear them do two, four, four, six, eight. I, I heard it was three, like four, five, six. It was just weird because I was like, is there a seven, eight, nine? I think it starts It just seemed like there was a jump to 10. I also think it's odd that 10 is the recurring one. Why? Well, because that's the hardest. Yeah. And I get that the idea is that you're much further end game. So I am just kind of curious how that works when that's the farmable one. Although the the fact that every single section of the Atlas now is like its own world when it comes to this. Crazy. Amazing. It is. Amazing. Back to the bosses quick. I wonder what it's going to be like on console fighting 10 bosses at once. Probably pretty garbage. Because I'm sticking with my last gen console until I need a new gen. I don't have the 600 bucks to just throw around. Well, you have a, a next gen. It's sitting on your desk and you're, we're using it to record this podcast. So thanks for the Steam controller, by the way. I'm excited to try have it. Have you tried it yet? Okay, I haven't um, tried it yet. Tested it. Uh, yeah, okay. So let's talk. I mean, what? Let's, I guess, are we sticking onto bosses here? Well, is this our boss talk about this is like the uncategorized section here because Chris said something pretty unique. He said that this is a new pinnacle boss. That's kind of cool. Like, yeah, I forget what her name is. I'm sorry. There's even an orb named after her, but that sounds great. Maven. Yeah, sounds awesome. 
I, I kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I know Cyrus is still a thing, but it's nice to have another new pinnacle boss that you could. And she's like connected to the elder. That's so cool. Huge focus point, which is kind of neat. Uh, and we, we are the ones that pick which bosses we're going to fight when she's like, hey, time to fight two bosses or four bosses. She's, we are the ones that choose that. So I forget what the process is. You select, can I tell you, when you run a map, when you're about to load a map, there's a new big circle icon that you click and that will basically call the Maven to your map and she will watch you fight the boss as well as increasing the difficulty of the boss. And that's how it, how she kind of like captures the, not the soul, but like that, that's how she's there to watch it when she gets there. And so that's when you she wants to watch you fight that same boss later. But it does make the boss harder in the map. Sweet. Perfect. That's awesome. Great. Also, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm only going to do that on maps that have multiple bosses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I'm going Your into... Your just became even better. <laughs> that's right. I'm going into race course. I'm going to get that boss. And then what's the... Uh, what's another one that I know for sure? The city plaza? City mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. streets? The three where there, you yeah. go in the middle and... So you could combine... As long as you get as many as possible, you could have like a 30 boss encounter. Oh, I, I wonder what it's going to be like with those triples. Because I saw we saw Kitava in there. It's like, how do you get a boss that doesn't move? So that's cool. It looked huge. If they put yeah. Kitava on the bottom of the screen so I can't see my freaking character, I'm going to be pissed. I want Kitava to spin around it. Like he rotates around it to get you. Just make him see through. Just make him like opaque as he goes around the bottom. <laughs> sure, sure. Just don't Dark Souls the camera. But can That's you like, imagine how terrifying that will be if Tava starts like moving? You like, like it'd be like Calm's area where there's like those three segments where the fireballs pour at you and then it changes to the other side. Imagine if that was just Kitava instead. Oh goodness. I can't freaking wait. But yeah, it's the hardest version, the 10, that is the repeatable and itemized version of the content. So <laughs> it seems insane that you can roll that. Yeah. Like <laughs> Oh, so good. So awesome. Like they have so much punishing content. I I just think it's like it's so end game. So end game. Yeah. And yeah, there's just so many things about it that are awesome. Like the the fact that you're combining bosses that have never been seen together is bizarre. Not even their like old school boss versus boss videos. Remember those? Yeah. He brought it up once. Oh, I loved those ones. Like who would win? Merve versus Duresso. And 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 all their mechanics will be the same too. So you're gonna have to be you're either you're gonna have to be tanky for the 10 boss battle, and you're gonna have to understand what those boss mechanics are. Because you're not most likely gonna just one-shot them all. Which means if if you normally one-shot them, you might be in trouble because they may come out with a new skill that you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've not seen that one before. But how perfect is it? And we'll get into the the new additions to core in a bit. But how perfect is it that they're adding harvest crafting and all these new item bases from heist and all the new alternate quality gems, like all this new potential at the same time that they're adding this over like really excessive difficulty and end game matchup like this is elite content. You know what I mean? Like getting really far into it so that's that's cool I, i'm i think it's awesome and it's great timing i'm still really curious to see how the bosses all work together like if you take a boss that had immunity phases 
could you potentially have multiple bosses that are immune for periods of time when certain things have to happen? I don't know. I'm I hope that like something like allies can't die. If a boss has that, I don't know. There's a I don't think bosses. any bosses have that. But like Doresso, three times during his fight, he's just going to like drop down and summon swords and not take any damage. <laughs> That's all, oh man. Yeah, imagine. There was that one boss that I forget. I, I fight it so rarely for some reason. I, I don't remember which map it is, but it's um it had like a huge rock guy in it. And he or there would be a couple rare monsters that would like as you get close to them, they would like unpile from the ground oh, and yeah, a couple right. of them would have it. They used stone to dude. have two. Yeah, there's two stone dudes. They would have a couple of them in there would have allies can't die. Yeah, you're right. And they either got oh, rid of one of them brutal. or both of them. I know. So anyway, I'm just saying, hopefully there are some mods that just don't make it. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> that would be bad. Craftable watchstones? Okay, so can I just say, though, Ty, you're probably never going to see these. I probably already have them all. I think they're cool, but good Lord, dropping their like end of end games. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm going to be totally honest. There are very few leagues that I've gotten to 32 watchstones. And this is post 32 watchstones for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If ands or butts associated I mean, thank to God, it. I really want 36 challenges this league. So I will probably play for a while. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But oh, my God. But uh, yeah, like th these things look insane. They look so much fun. They're just very, very. I think they're I feel like they're the furthest thing away in this new league. Maybe like it's kind of cool that they come out with watchstones and they're like, OK, but you know what? You need a second tier of watchstones to earn but they're 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 crap no this is third we had two that was the unique one well yeah but the unique ones are expendable right they expire they're almost like a sextant so yeah. these ones are permanent and you can focus on them like i noticed that they were passive they said things like increased chance for white sockets or a greater percentage of more sulfite like it's it's just and imagine that on top of sextants and sulfite or and and um and the scarabs plus the new uh skill tree for the Alice. That's right. Yeah. So man, it it seems really cool. Can we just make a guess right now? Go. Let's make a bet. How many will we each get not from trading but actually dropped? How many craftable watchstones do we yes, in this league in in ritual? Um I'll guess you first. You will get 4. I wouldn't have even guessed one for myself. Okay, well, so you I'll, know what number I'm going to guess for me? <laughs> I'm going to go with zero. Oh, you maybe been nice. half, like, or like a quarter. I'll average you out to a quarter. I'm going to, that'll be my only trade. I'll trade for it, even though it'll be <laughs> stupid expensive. I won't tell you that I had an exalt drop or a headhunter or something, and I'll go and I'll trade for one, but I won't tell you. And you'll believe me that I earned it because you'll think I never trade. Until I ask you, so how many like actual watchstones you have? You're like, uh, like four. <laughs> yeah, that's the part i'll forget to lie about that's right but no i think they're amazing i just thought it was crazy that you're not and it makes sense i get why because if you if you had craftable watchstones dropping early you your progression would you would go way too fast maybe with yeah. progressing the atlas but the, i it's cool because it's a very end game grind which is awesome. that's right yeah and it's they can only go they're like flasks they said they they can only be um i mean i guess there's no point to having them normal but there's normal and then magic and so if you have them as magic all four you essentially have a rare region because that's four 
watchstones times two mods each and you have all of a sudden eight added mods to an entire region that are permanent and swappable and here's the thing these watchstones are tradable as we just mentioned like you can't trade the quest items but these aren't quest items they're just drops it's really cool like those cluster jewels they say are in the game Apparently. i'm just joking i'm just just a delirium disc because i still can't figure out how to actually spawn delirium I'll go and I'll spend and I'll have like a hundred and fifty percent map. No, no, but but Act Four, you'll get it. Or yeah, act six right. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then I like I'm like oh screw it, I hate this map. I'm not Elk in this map, or I'm not uh, sorry, I'm not um what cartographer chisel. I'm not using those on this map. It's fifty six percent. Yeah, I got one. You betcha. Yeah, anyway. yeah I think they're going to be awesome. I'm really curious to see them right before three fourteen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, that's what they look like. League ends tomorrow. Yeah, I'll look at them on Reddit pictures. People will have them, I'm sure, in Discord. And and there's a droppable item, assumably from her herself, but Maven's Orb. You remember it from the thing? So I do. Uh, the guess was that it has around the same drop rate as an Awakener's Orb. I heard them say that. I was like, <laughs> ah, crap. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that's right. Oh, so I'm never going to see it. Okay, that's cool. Have you had an Awaken Orb drop? Because I haven't. No, I don't think I've seen an no, Awaken that, Orb. That's one of those things on my stash tab that's grayed out. And because the stash tab's slightly rude like that, where if you hover over it, it doesn't tell you what it is. It's like you haven't discovered this item yet. You don't know what this part of your stash tab does. So if they actually, I hope they update the stash tab. Like they talked about stash tabs in the Q&A in reference to like other leagues, you know, like a harvest stash tab or a high stash tab, but they didn't ask about like how this current, all this new core stuff, if that would be added to the stash tab. I assume it would, but at the same time, what are what are those things that drop from breaches that have, and breaches been in the game for forever? Those like fluffy, the breach stones, not the stones, but the the things you use to upgrade your items. I yeah, always forget what those are called. Yeah, the blessings. Breach has been in the game since the dawn of time, and those still don't even have a spot. So, you know, I'd like to hopefully assume that this core stuff already has a spot. Just another empty spot in your stash tab. <laughs> That's right. Could <laughs> use that. Yeah. Anyway, but it's yeah. I guess it's just I. I but I don't mind that I'm probably never going to see it. Did you totally grasp the whole grasping concept of it? Because I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm. That's never going to be a thing I do. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> it did take the second time for me to understand what it does, though. I don't think it was explained properly. Like what I thought was, let's say I'm getting a tier one of, I don't know, whatever influenced mod it is, right? Like they use the percentage increase to intelligence. So I thought that if it kept that, if Maven's orb kept the 10% to intelligence, it would increase like there would be a, a hidden tier of increase to intelligence. So I thought that maybe it would go to 15%. I didn't think it would add just a relevant mod, how it added like a completely different mod, like plus one to lightning gems. Well, what if I don't care about lightning gems? How is that tied to intelligence? I don't I don't get that. And to me, that's not what was explained. Not like it matters. Hopefully the gems explain better than that. But to me, that change value so like if i just I, if hope, I'm, go ahead i was just gonna say i hope it's worth a ton because that will be my only driving force to maybe get one <laughs> that's right i won't use it to craft i don't see that happening it's cool though i'll put it right beside my mirror in my stash tab and just look at it 
I'll only use it if I get a second one. But I love that there's tiers of stuff that casual, even though it's the only game I play, I'm still a casual player. And I love that there's tiers of content currency that are probably just going to be beyond me. I'm probably only going to have one or two and I'll have them as keepsakes where other people spend them as, you know, it's like having $100 bills in your wallet, you know? Some people will like, oh my goodness, and other people blow their nose with it. Can we talk about the Atlas Passive Tree? Yes, whatever you want, sir. Whatever you want. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. I mean, I it, it's crazy. I, I'm, I, I'm trying to think of words, but okay. So obviously people have seen the video. There's basically a new Passive Tree for every region within the Atlas. I, it, it is insane to me that they're different, that every region is different. That is amazing. That I mean, it's so much fun to be like somebody like yourself. I mean, hopefully whatever raceway lands in tier and, and what region you get some of the stuff that you love. I hope so bad. It's all incursion. <laughs> it's just like one zone of 20 incursion points. But I just, I love that. I love that they didn't take one design, which they could have. A hundred percent they could have taken like one design that maybe grabbed six different, you know, league type things and you could spec into it. They actually made every single and how it's crazy because we see a mix up every atlas maps move regions change. This is a whole nother thing now where I liked this region because I like this map. It's going to have whatever it's got. And then next league, maybe they move it. Maybe it changes. I just think it's so I love the fact that they didn't make it a cookie cutter for all of the regions. They actually made every single one different. That's crazy. And if they did, we would have been blown away and we never would have known better. Like if you and I were going through this process, we're like, let's add a passive tree to the Atlas. Okay, we come up with five branches for the entire Atlas. Great. Awesome. Like everybody's blown away. They love us. They think it's amazing. Uh, And you did this under lockdown. Oh, my goodness. But to have eight now, sure, of course, they're not completely different from what i gather they're all unique in their own way but there's going to be a lot of similarities as well right like you're going to have i don't know maybe for all maybe there's going to be four that have delve right maybe a different four have breach and so there's going to be different kinds of mixing and matching but there's no way to alter the trees which was one of the questions in the q a you can't like if a if a region doesn't have let's say you love delve if a region doesn't have a delve branch you're not going to get delve bonuses from your passive tree there's no way to add it or multiply it wouldn't it be neat though with their atlas mix-ups that they like to do when they change where everything is wouldn't it be neat if they sometimes did that to the passive tree that'd be pretty cool you would like that they're already screwing it up anyway. <laughs> i like things staying the same but if they're gonna change it just change everything i watched yoji's video real quick and i'm pretty sure he made a comment about like build guide guide builders guild build guide writers wanting to like kill themselves because it's <laughs> yeah, so if you many follow changes. a guide if you follow a guide if you're depending on a guide for this league you're screwed if you're a guide writer probably going to kill yourself yeah exactly there's just so many changes i i know the the intent of the video is probably like completely humorous but i got the impression that he didn't really like the, the league <laughs> oh he does those every time though he does like that style. It's awesome. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. So, All right. What did you think about the Atlas Pass, the, this whole thing? There's 20 nodes. So like 10 keystones per se in each passive tree, like give or take one or two, but there's roughly 20-ish nodes 
per atlas region on their passive trees. This is crazy. It's so cool. And when you read them, like I paused the video as I was going through it, it's powerful. Like those are substantial values in POE when you're like, hey, you got an extra 3% chance for this or 3% increase this or you're getting even the like the Delve one, you get 500 sulfite every single time you complete a red map or what is it? Not sulfite, azurite, whatever it is, whatever the, the accumulator is. You just just for finishing a map, you just get the passive bonus. I, I like these things are so cool, like guaranteeing breach stones or bosses or like beyond stuff. And like, I didn't even know what the numbers were behind a breach beyond a beyond boss popping up. But I guess like on the tree it kind of hints that, you know, you need less doors to open for a beyond boss to show up. I'm like, oh, now I know <laughs> five years later. <laughs> but I, I just I. I was super interested in pausing every every single tree and reading it and just I can't wait for it. Just a, a side note to to our listeners. If you're wondering why Tyler sounds weird this episode, it's because what? he's very excited and he's very movie. Is that a word? Can I say that? That's movie, a word that I would not make the up. video movie m-o-v-e-y not a real thing made it up <laughs> that's what tyler is he's very excited about this league uh, no i sound fine <laughs> did you though i'm glad there's atlas orb regrets or whatever they're called did they say anything about it they just said they're rare yeah he said they're not going to be common unless you but is it supposed lots? to be like a drop just a normal like a chaos drops okay well not the same frequency as a chaos, no i don't care about but... frequency but i just mean like normal mobs will just drop it I got the impression that it's a normal drop and you can respect. Hopefully they're not using ascendancy costs for that. They're just using normal orb of regrets cost and it's just one. If it, Okay, but if it's rare, let's say there's how many regions are there? Seven, eight. Okay, eight. Wow. It's Roughly seven. 20 nodes per region. So it's 160. Well, now you will have how many will you have in total once you're fully spec'd out? 10 points that you'll put into it? I don't know. I, d I don't remember what they said the max was, if you could actually max out the trees. Or I know not. you I can't max them out, but I feel let's say it's four. I feel like it's higher than that, but let's say it's four. <laughs> if they're rare, you better really think. Yeah, pretty like don't guess. Don't be like, ooh, that sounds cool. You better. Yeah, what if you are <laughs> pretty sure? What if you invest in Delve and beyond and you're like, oh, shoot. OK, I, I accomplished my goal. Now I. Oh, dang. Now I'm getting hopefully by the time you got to your goal, you've got a lot of these. Uh, it is cool that you can change it, though. Absolutely love it. So here's the um, branches that I saw. There's an incursion branch, a Ooh. breach branch, a harvest branch, a legion branch, strong boxes branch, which actually looked really cool. It did look cool. Um, they're all rare, all rare strong boxes. Huh? Uh, torment. Which I actually kind of like if you have a ton. No, as long as they're actually in rare monsters, they're great. It, the only sucky thing about them is when they can't find one. I agreed with uh, Bayclast on that one. What Torment, did they say? Uh, they just said that the only annoying thing about Torment is when they can't find a rare monster to go in or a unique monster. Yeah. So when we had, what was it, Mayhem? It was awesome because there was, they always found a rare guy. There was enough of them that every rare person had a torment. Anyway. Right, do you see, do you see yourself picking torment though, besides incursion over any of the other ones or will it be your like <laughs> last one? I will be ignoring incursion. 
Um, though it does give you a definitive way to complete it, a little bit more specific way to like, remember your spreadsheet of hell that you were mm -hmm. doing when you're trying to get Alva to maxed out. This gives you the ability to do it a little bit easier. So if you hated incursion, I could see myself focusing on it until I completed it and then it's done. Uh, I actually don't like incursion so much that I have zero interest in seeing it. No, I know that, but I'm just, I'm just curious out of curiosity, would you pick torment over any of the other ones though? Like, I'm not saying torment's bad. It's just, to me, it's, it's at the same level of incursion. You know what? I, I'd be really excited. Torment and strong boxes can probably provide you with the greatest variety and very big challenges. I like that. The rest are very specific, right? Legion is very specific rewards. Beyond is very specific. Breach is very specific. Whereas strong box and torment they can give you a nice variety and if you were to do it over and over and over again i like that variety so and it gives you like strong boxes are the same thing as ritual you don't start it till you're ready super and torment it gives you like i love the war bands i love the what are they the rogue exiles that show up i love the mini bosses that show up in every map before i get to the boss and that's what torment would do so i actually really like them I think the only one that I would intentionally focus on for now would be Legion because I don't have my five square, um, what's it called, map device yet. And it's because I, like every time I do a Legion, I, I feel like I'm doing them fine. I'm clearing them. I'm killing everybody. I'm opening up as many as I can, like, you know, activating as many monsters. And then I'll get three splinters. And I'm like, well, frick. and I'm actually, I... My build kept crashing in Legion League. I couldn't play Legion, so I experienced very little of the end game of Legion. Since it's come into standard on console, I haven't had a lot of console time. I'm, I haven't touched it. I have four of those, what are they, stones to activate, but I don't have two of any kind. I really want the four-tier map device, but I haven't actually experienced any of those end game bosses yet. So I'm waiting until I have 200 splinters of one of those bosses gonna try it out see what it's like and then when i feel comfortable like if i have a build that can if if that boss is a breeze then i'll try it with a new build that'll you know because i don't want to waste them i don't think you could waste it well if i lose you'll lose the stones wouldn't you if i fail if i die use up all the portals i'd probably lose the stones but the thing is it ends at a certain time anyway so you could literally just wait out the timer and just not get the gear Right, because there is no like completing one of the Legion things. You're basically just killing as many things as you can. And once they're all dead, you go back to the middle, which respawns them all again. And then you go back and do it again. And then you go back to the middle and it respawns them again. So how do you stay safe for the whole timer if you're not killing anything? You could literally stand in the middle and you'd barely get any mobs coming to you. In a four version one, there's in, in if you imagine a circle has four corners, yeah. which obviously it doesn't, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's one of the unique bosses in each of those corners. And then it's just rare and normal mobs all over the place. And you kill them, which gives you like a little counter at the bottom. But once you you could literally just stand in the middle and you wouldn't get attacked by almost anything at all. Oh, no, you, and, no I think you just want to see me die and waste them. Anyway, those were the, what, nine, eight that I saw? Maybe yeah, Delve and Beyond. Just throwing that out there because I kind of interrupted you, but Delve and Beyond were the last two. Oh, yeah. So Incursion, Breach, Harvest, Legion, Strong Boxes, Torment, Delve, and Beyond. No Abyss. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. I, I, hope, I hope there's more. It'd be really cool to see if every region was actually different. Now, here's the thing about different passive trees that I think is bad. You need a lot of maps. 
to focus on content. You need a good drop map drop rate and you need to be picky with your favorites, which you can be. But at the same time, even if you have favorites set up in every region, you're not guaranteeing that you're going to have maps. If I'm in one region, I'm not guaranteed that I'm going to get my map drops of that same region. So, you, you know, for this to have value long term, if you're going to be one of those players that focus, you need to have some pretty good map drop rate because you want to stay in a region a lot of time, right? I know other people haven't. I've never really, in the last number of leagues, maps have been very good for me once I got to red maps. Yeah. So, yeah. And and I, I like the fact that he kind of, Chris kind of mentioned, like, if if you're wanting to focus on something that's in a region, uh, you're going to run more maps in that. And then maybe you'll just focus on this one, you know, in a different region later on. But I, I don't actually care because I just love the fact that there's a freaking passive tree on a region in the atlas yeah so uh, hopefully they have a way of indicating maybe in your map stash tab like if you have a focus i want to focus on this region maybe there's a way to highlight it instead of having to highlight everyone i don't know yeah i don't think that'll happen (laughs) or maybe a different folder a different way to organize your map stash tab right you could organize it by region instead of by tier that'd be cool Right, because now you're adding the focus of like, you can search the region. I don't know how it works. Yeah, but there's still a lot of scrolling, right? You still have a max of two two rows of folders, and some like the T15s or 14s. I forget which one. You could have a ton of maps down there. Like you have to do a lot of scrolling just to get to the folder part. Quick scroll, whatever, man, whatever. (laughs) New maps, eleven new maps. You nailed it. Yeah, new bosses with all of them. Some of them. Did you see one of the bosses? Uh, it was like the big jumping goat that's in one of them, except it had a porcupine skill. <laughs> it was like shooting out in a ver- Oh my oh, god! Was, I didn't I thought see of it. you immediately. It was the clip where they're using divine ire and this massive goats jumping back and forth. But every now and then it went, and the porcupine spread out of it. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. I thought of you right away. That's going to be awesome for people who are using that uh, crushed. Yes, helmet. it will. They're going to love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, um, you dodge. You brought up a good point. They do look PoE 2-ish. Yeah, which is awesome. Not like we've seen anything in over a year, but from what we remember from the videos, they look very PoE 2. There was one. So this was the other thing I wanted to bring up about um, environment interaction. There was a way where to open up the boss gate. So there's one, I think it's Necropolis, where you're going around. And then if you look at the mini map, the boss gate's there, but it's you have to click on the coffin and then you go in and then you see the white you know, surface, you click in and then you go down the coffin per se, right? In Necropolis, I think it is. It's probably in a few other maps as well. In this one, in this map, whatever it is, you clicked on the coffin, but the lid opens up, a spirit comes out, it's all pissed or angry or scared or whatever, and it flies away and it bursts through the wall in the background. And it when then that hole in the wall turns into, and it's Where not like a clickable, it. yeah, no, it's not a clickable right door. It. Yeah, it's crazy. In interactive and so i mean maybe that's normal in other games but in poe that's awesome that's so cool to have that flow you know what i mean like it's a very staggered experience currently i have no complaint about it i don't care i think it's awesome the way it is but when you see that type of extra flu fluidity that's the thing right yeah yeah it's better than movie when you have that extra fluidity within a map it just it's it's cool that really stood out to me too it was really awesome to watch that they're, I mean, they're obviously putting more thought into that stuff anyway, but that, yeah, that was really cool. 
excited for the new maps and the new bosses. Hopefully you can hug the right and clear the map. 11 new maps on the Atlas. That's actually pretty crazy. Considering, yeah, it's not just like revamps. Maybe maybe the patch notes will say different, but it does say 11 new ones, not like we've remade a few that weren't getting played very much. Nope, it's at 11 new. Yeah. You check out the new skills? Did you care? I mean, they didn't show very much. They showed a couple, but... Uh, it, well, you know, one thing that actually made it a little bit difficult watching the trailer was they used MTX on some stuff. So there were quite a few times where I was like, is that a new skill or is that just an MTX? Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't like that. I actually wish they would have just used the base version of the skill. So I knew for sure whether or not they were showcasing something something new can i just actually bring up because you're probably got way more of the skill talk because i didn't pay a huge attention to it but there was a new you know what this might actually be going into ascendancy instead of skill it was the one where uh i actually think it was i think it was a dead eye perk where things could ricochet off walls there was a 30 percent of a 30 percent chance i think of projectiles ricocheting off walls walls and terrain yeah how does that work in the arena when you're fighting two to ten bosses like it, it those didn't look like walls so I'm curious, will right. they still ricochet off of something or are you just killing that part of the... There's no way they haven't thought that one through. You have a... An, sorry, I'm jumping ahead here. But no, you have an ascendancy that was changing something with a brand new arena. There's no chance that at some point they didn't go, um, how's this going to work? In Legion, I was doing that max block build that I had, right? And I was focusing on the on the keystone within the gladiator where my trigger skills or counterattacks, sorry, like vengeance, do double damage. And that gladiator ascendancy was just revamped that league. And I did it that league. And it was blocking skills. It was just blocking in general that was crashing my game and it took them a month to fix it. So they revamped the gladiator. Counterattacks are all about getting hit or blocking. And it was that that was crashing my game. That was really disheartening in terms of like how I saw the focus and the rush of the company at the time. Obviously, the mentality's changed. That's not something I'm holding against them, but it's something that's hard for me to forget. Now, uh, one of my builds that I have, it's using Animate Weapon. And so for the few that might not know, Animate Weapon needs to, you basically like resummon blades or weapons that are on the ground. Sometimes there's not blades on the ground, so GGG has made two skills that give you lingering blades. That's Ethereal Knives and Bladefall. Bladefall is a very easy skill to use. It You can click wherever it is, where, wherever you want, and that's where the skill falls, and it'll create lingering blades wherever, so you don't have to worry about the environment too much. Ethereal Knives is different. Now, I prefer Ethereal Knives. Bladefall requires 155 decks, and I don't have a dex character. I have like two decks. That's it. You know, or whatever it is that the, it'll give me as I level up. So I use as an intelligence character, I use Ethereal Knives because it's intelligence and dex split. When I use Ethereal Knives, it has to hit something to stop. And there are so many circumstances when I'm using Ethereal Knives currently today where I don't get... Um, I don't get lingering blades because the boss arena doesn't have a, an end to it. They didn't have collision detection because you can't get there. There's parts where there might be collision detection somewhere that it doesn't allow your character to move. But in terms of skills, it could go through a mountainside, like when you're in core or something like that, like inside the beast. There's so many circumstances where I'm trying to, before a boss battle, raise my blades and I can't find a place to do it because Ethereal Knives isn't colliding with anything. 
So in terms of this, with them changing Ricochet, and obviously they showed it working crazy cool inside the arenas. Like that was... not in a, I didn't see an arena. I saw it in like very closed in maps, like dungeon cell styles. Yeah. And I mean, it looked awesome. And I hope, I mean, sure. oh my goodness, if that's 30%, my butt. No right. way that's 30%. Anyway, I really hope that they've actually gone through the maps like it's a lot of maps it's an insane amount of work but i really hope that people that are relying on that especially after it's after it's been encouraged and marketed i really hope that someone has been going through in the background and like touching up i i mean the term that i used when i used to be in qa was um collision detection i don't know what it's called now but i i really hope that's a thing it would really suck to go into an arena like calms or something and it actually just flies off the edge or what was another one where i couldn't get ethereal knives when i'm fighting um well, shaper how guy? would you get it in shaper right exactly um who's the act four guy um you know malachi there's no oh, yeah. end there right it's oh, just yeah, the, in the second that's part it. that's right yeah. and so like ethereal knives was was pretty tough unless i actually hit something mm-hmm. didn't happen so i hope i hope I hope there's like invisible walls they've added everywhere. It was just something that stood out to me when I was watching it. That and and for some reason I was thinking skill, but then realized it's ascendancy. But anyway, what 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 were your thoughts on the new skills? Not new. I mean, they're new and reworked. They showed um, one, two new skills. I love the hydrosphere. That looked really cool. That was like that big water orb. Like <laughs> the new mechanics interest me so much more than the skills now don't get me wrong the skills actually looked really cool that they showed and i'm excited for all the revamps that they did but the rewarding element swapping now you know what i mean like there's an actual perk a benefit a focus to if you want to go from cold to fire to lightning there's a benefit to it there's a support for that i think that's awesome you know what i mean and then there's also the ability to pick an ailment for a skill right? Like that new hydrosphere. I think it was chill or shock, but you could basically choose which one. They kind of started that with wave of conviction, right? Because wave of conviction has that 25% to exposure based on whatever you're doing the most damage of, right? So you could basically pick fire or I think it was lightning for wave of exposure or wave of conviction, where now it's like with the new hydrosphere, you're basically picking the ailment you want with that skill, how often that I don't think that's ever happened before, with the exception of maybe adding an element to a physical skill. I think that's really cool. So I love the concept. I love where they're going with it. You know, that's not where they're going to stop with that type of mentality and support. So that's exciting to me. I won't use them. I'm a minion only guy, really as it is. So unless I can use it as some sort of trigger or proccing, you know, it's cool. Like that void sphere, that's really cool, but has a 10 second cooldown. So I don't use it. Yeah, I didn't notice a whole lot of the stuff you're talking about with regards to the element stuff, but except in which we're going to talk about, which is the ascendancy, because elementalist was. <laughs> we'll get oh there. We'll get my there. God. Hang, on, hang on. Hang on. Skills, smells. Whose job is it to come up with these gem logos? I think his name is Joe. Okay, Joe. Yeah, Joe. You need Joe, a raise. Joe, the gem logo designer. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe, the gem with the J. Um, so anyway, like I was just looking and they were showing, I think it was Hydrosphere, but they had a picture of what the gem looks like, like if you were in the vendor screen. And I'm like, okay, uh, that's, how do you, like, there's like a built, there's, there's so many gems in the game. Like what, what do you, what's your process for coming up with these new logos and how they match? Some of them make sense. My favorite thing is when I go to a vendor screen, when my wife was playing, I sat beside her for a little bit today 
And she goes into the vendor screen that she didn't know existed. And she's like, you know what all these look like, don't you? You know what you, every single one of these. And I'm, I look at her and I'm like, no, but when I'm looking for a gem, I don't search for it, I guess. <laughs> and I'm looking for it because I want to learn and I think it's really cool. It looks so like kudos, that. Kudos Joe. to whoever's doing that. Joe. Joe. Joe the gem logo designer. Joe. Yeah, or Joette. Um, Scorching Ray got revamped. That's cool. They specifically pointed that out. And one of the um, main folks that was sitting with yeah, Chris was super excited about it. So, yeah, so I'm playing Scorching Ray. Obviously. He knows yeah, something. Right. He knows something. <laughs> that's right. I hope it's a little wider. I'm sure it's way too strong to be wider, but the reason I don't use it is because it's too narrow. He said cast speed was uh Oh, right. The it got halved. Effect. So you get to your max stack right away. Oh, dang. That's right. I remember that now. So I can, I, I'll let you finish the ones you have because then I have a question for you about them. Okay. They just revamped Firestorm last league. I'm yep. glad GGG is humble and not proud with the things they've recently changed. They're not like forcing the issue. Something wasn't working. They didn't like something with the skill they just completely revamped. Firestorm was one of the skills they listed as getting a big touch up. I appreciate that in the company. They're not like l forcing Firestorm to be something that it's not. They see the numbers. They change it, even though they just put all this work into it previously. I like that. I do really miss the old Firestorm, though. I thought it was perfect. Uh, you mentioned that it could be MTX, and I never thought of that, so that's kind of disheartening. But in one of the Ritual videos, I saw someone walking around with something that looked exactly like Tempest Shield, but it looked like it was covered in fire. Wouldn't that be awesome if there was now a fire or a lightning version of Tempest Shield? Shut up, it'd be awesome. And if it coincided with a Righteous Fire build, it'd be even more perfect. We're done. Hey, look what's next, Justin. Well, no, I, I oh, was going to ask, you ask a me a question. Oh, wow. With regards to the new skills, uh -huh. are they also, do you think, being adjusted and changed like with regards to the multiple quality types? I think because heist is being included. Now, not every skill has three different quality types. Some just have There's just from a piss load of them that do. Well, I don't care if it's two or three, every whatever. Every skill has at least one alternate quality. Some of them have a total of like there's three qualities to it so two extra ones i would assume because heist was known to going to be core by them that these new skills are somehow adjusted with that or like i'm just curious now, if it's any not of that 40 changed. new skills it's 40 new and updated that's insane though 40 adjusted skills that's not and buffed apparently now sometimes they use that word and it's not truly a buff but they did say that they buffed a lot I, I, I guess this can kind of be talked about now, but the thing I love about it with regards to them, if they did buff these skills and if they did, which we're going to talk about in a second here, the ascendancies, I absolutely love that this game now became, will become something where it's like, shoot, I, I could play anything right now. Oh, I hope it is. I hope it is. I love, I love the concept. I, I just love it. For everything to be valid, like you and I have had this discussion. I want the game to always be balanced. Do you have the perception that it's, uh, the opinion that it's never it's too big to always be balanced something's always going to be left behind which there, i still think there will and i i you know what i agree with both i agree with both opinions per se both perspectives but it's just so astonishing how much there is and how valid so many different things are sure some things might fall by the wayside but they seem i don't know how they keep track of so much outside of maybe the stats that they get. I don't know how they keep track of this and be like, okay, this is the number we need to change to make this more valid. We need to give this 
one more AOE at level five, then it's then it's good. It, it, it amazes me. It amazes me. All right. So let's talk ascendancies. Uh, so my first question, Justin, this was before I saw your excitement. Did you care? Because there's been so many times ascendancies have changed and you've been like, eh, I don't care. Okay. So no, uh, Elementalist, one of the coolest changes, I think, I think it might be my favorite. It's either that or Inquisitor. They're very close. I okay. love that Elementalist is now, it's not this rotating chance. I just love that you're, it makes sense to me if I'm playing an Elementalist that is focusing on elements that I can be like, this is my element. Yeah. Not these are my elements. I mean, I could choose to if I want to now, but you now actually have the ability to be like, I am this type of Elementalist. And this is what my, that is, it's amazing. With the old one, let's say you're going fire. All your nodes you were choosing had a benefit to every ailment. But if you were only doing one ailment, you only got a small perk. Right now it's like, I'm fire. F you, I'm fire. Like this is going to hurt you. I mean, Golem's resummoning is probably one of the best changes ever. So cool. So uh, I love that about Elementalist. Uh, Inquisitor, I just think I'm I'm excited to check it out. I, it needed love and the freaking uh, battle mage. Oh my god, I just love that word. I don't even. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I just love the fact that there's something battle magey in Poe now. But what its buff is is going to be so fun to play with. I Do just you remember love the it. buff. I uh, your weapon, the weapon damage scales for your oh spell damage uh, spell damage which is yeah. so cool because it's never been in the game. I can't right. think of much that... I don't think there's anything that ever scaled weapon damage to spell damage. Maybe an occasional unique. Yeah, maybe. But, but. I love that that ascendancy is still has... See, when they change ascendancies, I always get really nervous. But I love that there's wherever it is written down, they have a theme for that ascendancy that they don't want to change. And I love that with the Inquisitor... Despite the fact that it was about consecrated ground and it was about regen and it, they kept the theme of using both attacks and spells. Mm -hmm. I love that they maintain that. And with the elementalist, I was scared because it's an elementalist who cares about golems if you're an elementalist, but they kept the golem perks and they even, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I really liked it. I, I love that they kept the themes there. Just improved. Those are my two favorites. And then Deadeye, I don't care about. However, okay. probably one of the coolest redesigns of a passive tree for a uh, an ascendancy, like the fact that you can, the fact that you can route your way through that tree in so many weird different ways. There's very few ascendancies that are like that, and so I liked it for that side of it. It's not a, it's not an ascendancy that kind of sticks out to me, but it's cool that it got some work done. But I just I love the design of the ascendancy itself. What do you think? I loved that every ascendancy was properly looked at. Like they actually took the time to sit down. It's like, okay, we're, but we're gonna, talking we're all this. ascendancies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. redid every single one. Now there were some that obviously I needed we were love and they new pointed ones them out. Only, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But, but they redid all of them. Like just numerical value changes. I, they, I paused the screenshot. They briefly um, showed the occultist and. They changed how the branches worked, right? So now there's, unlike the dead eye, now the occultist is a whole bunch of like one keystone branches. So you can just pick whatever you want. There's, I think, one section where there's one keystone that leads to another keystone. 
besides that, I think there's like four branches that are just lead to one keystone. And they improved, what was it? Uh, let's see, Profane Bloom. That was where if you had a cursed enemy that died, they had a 25% chance to explode. Now it's a 40% chance. That was one of those ascendancies where it was just a number change. And I'm like, yes, I'm an occultist fan. Huge curse freak. So that, that kind of stuff's cool. So I love that they went through every single ascendancy, changed numbers. Um, I've actually never played Slayer or Berserker. So when they make these changes, I'm happy for the people that play them. Um, obviously, I know that they're an improvement because I trust the company, but I've never actually touched the ascendancy. Um, I'm I'm excited. I love the concept of the Inquisitor that you mentioned. I have an Elementalist guide and build that I have, and it's nothing but an improvement. Mm-hmm. All the like non-Golem. Before, with my Elementalist, I have a Righteous Fire build that I use, and it's uh, so much of it revolves around Golem buff effect or the improvement to Golem buff effects. The previous version, the ver- the version that I have available for me today, that fourth ascendancy node was like, I don't really care what I choose. It's here nor there. Fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Now, I have my two Golem builds, and there's four really strong, very powerful nodes that I can choose from, and I have no idea what I'm going to pick. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And I'm playing a very specific kind of character, yet I can still use the lightning one because I get a base shock chance or shock effect. I can still use the ice one because I get that base chill effect, right? I And, and then, oh my goodness, and then the elementalist has that one. Remember where it was, I forget what it's called, but it would every four seconds or every five seconds, it would fluctuate between, it would rotate back. It wasn't the Pendulum of Doom, was it? But yes, you're all right. It was annoying 75% AOE or like 50% increased damage or something. I forget what the numbers were, but it would go from AOE and then back down to normal AOE, but then a lot more damage and then less damage or normal damage and greater AOE. Now it does the exact same thing, different numbers, but exact same thing, except it doesn't do it based on a timing schedule. It does it based on if you're hitting a unique enemy. So you always have your big AoE unless you're hitting. It is hitting, though. It's not just around or proximity or that irritating term nearby. But if you're hitting a unique enemy, your AoE goes down and you get a dramatic increase in damage. But now that dramatic increase in damage, then that fluctuates every four seconds. So you get that huge buff for four seconds, but then it's four seconds and it's on for four seconds. I don't know if when it's off of four seconds, if you get your AOE back or not. I don't think so. But still, absolutely. I just, they were really smart. I'm excited for every single fan of all those ascendancies. And I'm very curious to see um, the Necromancer. I know I'm a big minion fan, but the Necromancer has been one of the most modified ascendancies over time compared to all the other ones. It's just constantly been changed. So I'm really curious to see how that one's changed because they... Hopefully it's just numbers. They made it sound like everything was numbers and that for the majority it was, I didn't hear them talk about anything being reduced, which is kind of crazy if that's true. I, I like the direction of that though. Ascendancies need to be really freaking strong. Totally. Now you're going to love this one. Chris said he's happy with where the Scion is. He's right. Was and is. He says he doesn't want it to be left behind and he's happy with where it is. Obviously, the Scion got changed because so many other things got changed. But Yeah, they changed Scion, but he, his concern was that you can't buff it too much because then it becomes the one to play. Yeah, I mean, they could, they could get rid of it. 
Nah, you're a prick. Uh, what else do we have? The chain, profane bloom. I know ascendancies, but I still love the... Oh, yeah. And I just want to emphasize that I, uh, I love the single branches where it's just like one branch keystone in the ascendancies. And if you have a bunch of those, because it just really improves theory crafting options. You know what I mean? Like, what if you really like that second keystone in a branch, but you can't don't care about the first one? I like it when it's all just like, imagine if every ascendancy was just eight or 10 branches of one keystone each. Nope. I don't like that. I'm right. I'm right. All right. What'd you say? Harvest. Harvest. It came. Yep. It came. It's so close to how it came out. If you took away the fact that you weren't, yeah, I mean, the big thing obviously is you don't have to craft the garden. Thank God. But it's almost entirely the same besides that which is really cool well you didn't have a list of you didn't choose which craft you wanted beforehand did you well so the difference is that you see you have the two options of which ones you're going to kill which is cool right the, 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 you can the, only pick one right and the reason that they have to do that is because you're not crafting the garden anymore you're not building the garden whereas before you were building the garden you could pick the seeds you didn't know for sure what they were going to be but you knew what type of craft they could offer uh, so this is this is as if you had created two different sets of bulbs waiting for you to harvest and you're just picking which one. Uh, but I I think that's awesome. I think that's so but nice. They still have the list there and you still pick one thing within that list before you activate the fight. So it looks like you can maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe I miss miss saw misunderstood the video, but it looked like there's two lists like or like a list of on each you know what are they called garden or seed thing wherever they are and you would pick something and maybe that like helps focus what your craft rewards would be when you're finished the fight well that's what you're going to get to select from once you once you clear the garden right but the first harvest the league harvest you didn't select anything before the fight started did no you? all i'm saying is but you knew in general which type of seeds you had planted that would give you certain types of crafts and at what tier they were granted that once you started getting to higher tiers you need to know you needed to know what they were but the fact that this is now just popping up with two things and saying here's the sets of crafts you could get and here's the sets of crafts you could get which one do you want to do and then you go in and kill it you use the crafts i love that there's no more storage i hope that there's like a stash a way to get something if there was something you were there hoping was a stash to get. in the video and the fact that they're automatically giving you a 10 craft horticulture station in your hideout. Awesome. That's a Well, it says you can save up to 10 crafts. Was that just 10 crafts in your horticulture station or was Correct. that 10 crafts per? No, you can store your, you basically get a horticulture station in your hideout and you can save 10 crafts into that station, which is awesome. Okay, that is huge. That is awesome. I'm really excited about it being in the hideout. I was hoping that it would somehow be integrated into one crafting bench, but after seeing how they've implemented Harvest into the core. Especially because you know what's in that one. Like you picked which crafts to put in there. So I think that's awesome. I, I really can't think. I know other people that maybe experienced Harvest a lot more than I might have other preferences, but considering what we were guessing at or hoping for or just like th spitballing how you would put harvest in the core considering what we came up with i this is amazing mm -hmm. how they added this it's it's just as exciting as einhart not having nets 
right? Not having to deal with the garden, them doing it for you. And out of nowhere, every now and then, when you think you're just going in to do a seed battle, it might be a shabby. I've never even That's fought awesome. her before. <laughs> no, but now you will. Tons, tons. So I'm curious if the crafts, I, one thing I didn't hear, maybe they did say it, but if the craft scale, so as you get up into the red maps, you have the chance when harvest pops up of getting those more rare crafts. Yeah, they, I, they didn't really mention how you invest in it. Because it doesn't sound you like you invest at all, like that there's any ongoing part of Harvest that you do. So I would just, my assumption would be, as I get into the higher tier maps, you probably have a chance of rolling or getting a chance of one of those higher tier crafts. But regardless... Or the Atlas passive tree. Right, because that is one of the things going into it. Yep, so I think they did. I think the way that they did it is awesome. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I can't. But nothing bad to say about it. I'm, I can't wait to experience it for sure. And same with Heist, honestly, same with Heist. You know what, actually, sorry, before you go into Heist, one thing that's really cool about Harvest too is this will be the, I mean, probably, I guess not until the end of, I don't know, is it'll be at the end of 313 or whatever, but this will be the first time that if people have always played Standard, they'll get to play Harvest. Yeah. Will that be with this release or does that come out after 313? The only thing Standard players miss out on is Ritual everything else so they'll is... get a chance to play harvest cool yeah i mean on console it's uh five days later but worth the wait or just play on pc now it's just bitterness for the console see it's bittersweet for me i always wanted quality before like performance and quality before like graphics and feature creep and all that kind of stuff now it's going to bite me in the butt because now the game's going to come out rock solid and now I'm like, oh, shoot, now I have to wait five days for this rock solid game. Whereas before it'd be like, haha, the game came out broken. I'm going to wait five days and now it's going to be great for me. But you don't have to wait because you'll be playing it on the proper machine, your PC. Right. Well, right. hopefully. Or your wife. Either you, you and I will be playing or your wife and I will be playing. But either way, your computer will be used. Justin, Justin, don't talk to my wife. Okay. Heist. Heist is going Heist. Core. One thing, I had a lot of criticisms to Heist. Um maybe in retrospect and after some of our interviews and stuff like that maybe i just needed a different mentality you were just in a negative mind space i think no 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 no. i'm never in a negative mind space and i love everything worth loving but they said they made very few changes that's great like the the actual mechanic and everything it's it's the same what did they change they change rogues level faster yep the questings improved for when the quest stuff shows up so it's a lot more I guess linear, which is how you kind of want your quest stuff when you're trying to get it over with and level people up. And then the rogue markers stack size is bigger. Mm -hmm. That like that's it. That's really all they change. Besides, of course, then there's that um mirror copying thing that you were talking about with grand heists. Fracturing. Fracturing, right, yeah. And they they fixed that. They fixed it in the way they should have fixed it in the league, which is you can fracture it, but it doesn't fracture and copy with everything already revealed. So you have to have the markers. The per, that, is, that is exactly how it should be. You should have been allowed to fracture those heists. You 100% sure should. Makes them still tradable, which is what they want. Yep. No, I think the way that they're changing is great. I think the only thing that pisses me off with this is when they talk about stack sizes. It makes me think, okay, so you know stack sizes can exist. And you know that they can be increased. Yet you're only doing it for this? Did they say specifically that stack sizes were increasing? Because I know they said that the amount of rogue markers would increase, the amount of drops. Oh, it was a stack sizes as well. Okay. So anyway, 
As long as I just have to pick up one set. Yeah, that's like, uh, okay, so I have eight wisdom scrolls, scrolls of wisdom on my map. One click or or let them all fall different, but I click one of them and they all, and they all go into my inventory. 100%. Yeah. Oh, like we know, PoE you two know. will fix that. PoE two will fix it. Oh, don't even if don't say it because I know you're joking. But if it doesn't, I'm gonna hate PoE two. <laughs> when I was listening to the Q and A with Chris and he mentioned three fourteen, I was like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you don't even know three fourteen is gonna be so big. It's gonna be the best thing we've ever done. It's gonna break the game. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. If you and I were these types of people getting interviewed, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the amount of stuff we would accidentally say that would just blow the community up in a good or bad way. Nothing. Story. Yeah, you, you put this in here. I don't care. Uh, yeah, you do. You were excited that this core story continues the Elder Shaper line. I love line that it's connected Cyrus to Elder, line. but that's only because I like Elder and Shaper and I don't like Cyrus. And the, I like that they're keeping El I like that they're keeping Cyrus and the Conquerors. I do like that because I do like the I like the fights minus Cyrus. I like that they're keeping that stuff, uh, but I am excited that they're doing a bit more of this backstory to the Elder thing. But I don't know the lore at all. Oh, do you? I, I mean, I don't know lore either. And this this really makes me wish that I knew more about the lore. You know what I mean? Like, I am quite interested. And when they have these additions that are 100% lore based, not just like throwing something in on the side where it's like, oh, this has never been referenced before in POE, but now it exists, you know, that kind of stuff I'm not overly keen or interested in. But when you add something that's like, it seems so permanent and eternal to the story, I wish I knew so much more about it. Like they're talking about this, who's it, Maven being the first visitor from this elder realm or whatever it is, and that we have caught their attention. You know, I love that kind of stuff. And it's kind of funny, like they just like, what do they do? Just like stand around and watch us slaughter stuff. That's that's what they do. Like, hang on, hang on. I want to watch. Oh, you know what? That was really, really. That's like, I don't know. What is it? Gladiator or something, you know, like in the movie. And it's like, oh, you know what? Okay. We're going to do four. Just make them bleed. I want to watch that. You know, it's kind of funny. I like the concept though, but maybe so the intro video to the core part of the game, they're taught, there's somebody speaking and it's like, you know, we're not, we're not forcing you to do this. We're only going to volunteer information, but be careful. The more, you know, the, the more you're going to want to know, it's just going to create more questions than answers. Um, and you won't be able to handle it. You know what I mean? I'm paraphrasing dramatically because they make it sound so much cooler, but you're not going to be able to handle it. You're going to go like, bonk. you you don't have what it takes to handle what you're asking for. Do you think that maybe we'll end up going down the same path as the shaper? He was going through whatever path he was. He couldn't handle it. He got taken over or controlled by. Maybe it's something very similar. Maybe we're on path to be the same, to be like as doomed as the shaper because of our as they reference it, quest for power. I don't have a clue, man. I kill things and I pick stuff up. I love your style, yeah. man. I love your style. <laughs> you know what I loved though? And you and I both agree. Maybe I hate it more, but, or like it more, whichever the comment. Cyrus might not be a part of POE too. I heard you say this. I never heard that. I don't think that's true. He said they're moving forward with the Shaper and Elder storyline, and that's likely what's going to be the storyline of the backbone going into PoE 2. But he said that Cyrus is either not going to be a part of or is going to be dramatically changed before Path of Exile 2. I would be absolutely floored if they cut out 
five major boss battles and characters. I would just that would that would be insane to me, especially because people love four of the five. And to be honest, a lot of people like Cyrus. We just don't. I know there's a lot that don't. They're, they're crazy people. Totally crazy agree with people. you, but. I, I didn't actually hear that. And if that is true, I'm just really surprised. I'll find it for you after when you're, when you start your editing, I'll find it for you and uh, yeah. send it to you. I, it, um, that'd be crazy. The, if it's the true. second time he said, the first time I heard it, it was, we're getting rid of Cyrus before PoE2. The second time I heard it was a little bit different. So maybe the third time I hear it, it'll be like, no, man, Cyrus is going to be I think like you're just forever. making things up. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, he was talking about new ascendancies, but I'm pretty sure he said something about Cyrus not going into PoE2. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's talking about ricochet on environment. Yeah, He's like, like, no, we fixed no it. Cyrus, and I'm like, Cyrus right. is gone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I'll I'll find the wording for you. But that that was exciting to me. And you know what, though? On a side note, there's so much that they can do. Lore-wise, you can remove one guy and keep the four conquerors. A total side note, like it's not like I know how it works, but there's lore ways that you can keep the conquerors in the game and remove Cyrus if it's that much of an issue. It's easy. It's easy. So anyway, the story actually seemed really intriguing. It was a huge part of what gave me the goosebumps for the trailer. Just the concept and the questions I had and like, you know, we went from one of the criticisms, I don't, I don't agree with it, but one of the criticisms of the game after Act 10 came out was we go from little nobodies all the way. And, you know, while we're just like survivalists, we're just, you know, we're beating bosses, sure, but we're nobodies. And then we all of a sudden ascend to God killers, right? When we're killing Kitava. And like, I, I'm fine with that. For some reason, other people weren't. But now it's like we're entering this world that's like the scope is so much greater lore perspective that really interests me really interests me whatever justin whatever lore is fun i'm gonna catch up man i'm gonna be like another i'm not gonna be a lore guru but i'm gonna know some lore and i'm gonna lord it over you i, I i'm looking forward to you telling me stuff i would prefer if it's truth not just stuff you think you heard but yeah, that's right <laughs> like cyrus is gonna die tomorrow <laughs> yeah like kind of like lord of the rings Talk Lord of the Rings any day, buddy. You want to talk in Godfather voices? Talking about Lord of the Rings? I got you covered. Anything stand out to you? Like out of all this, I mean, we had tons of core stuff added, tons of like rituals, hard to piece together with all this core stuff. But what stands out? What are you excited for? Endgame. But like literally, I'm just going to, it's going to, I'm going to group it all into one thing. You're not going to be able to wait for me at all. You're going to be level 90 by the time I'm level 10. You're out of here, hey? Yep. I Because there's so much of this 313 that you don't experience until you're into further into endgame i that's what i want to experience because ritual is going to be ritual it doesn't matter if i do it while i'm leveling or if i do it while i'm mapping but a lot of echoes of the atlas is it's atlas progression it's atlas play so there i i i'm terrible at this point when league releases are you know where we're, we don't have patch notes there's no details i can't focus on a build i can't and right now it's impossible when you say oh we've adjusted 40 skills and we've changed every ascendancy i even had pob up and has been thinking about builds and i'm like well i wouldn't even even try because everything's going to change so the changes to the skills and the the game itself are exciting but for me it's the end game i just cannot wait to get to end game you I wrote down four things that really stood out. To me. Here we go. Cyrus might be revamped. Did, did, that, did they say that? The core. 
<laughs> he basically guaranteed <laughs> that Cyrus was going to float away. Uh-huh. No, um, I I will really hope that when I listen to this to to uh, the video again and send you the timestamp, I'm going to really <laughs> hope I'm right. <laughs> Um, okay. bosses are turning into the main focus of the core game. And I love bossing over mapping. Like I love mapping. I love the, everything about the loot drop experience, but bosses are the best part. hundred percent long grueling battles where your build really shines. And that's now the focus of the core, not of a league like Metamorph. Oh my goodness. That says so much about the future of the game. Nothing is timed. Just I can't Nothing tell new. you how excited. No, right, right. I can't tell you how excited I am that all this core stuff, including ritual, I can play it, and I can play it at my pace, and I can still get rewarded at my pace. I'll get the same rewards as you. You'll get twice as many, ten times more rewards because you're going to play ten times faster. But I'll still have the chance if I'm doing that triple digit t16 i'll still have the same chance to get that those kinds of rewards of you doing a triple digit t16 that's so great so great when you were watching the uh live stream and they first showed the ritual window pop-up where you could pick your item my very first thought was of oh in the um syndicate, syndicate last, and hideouts. i was like where's the timer because i was just thinking yeah, that's my too much seconds. there's too much to look <laughs> no at. i can't i'm picking the shiniest <laughs> one wait there's no timer yeah, that's right. all right i'm in i got me <laughs> that's right that's right I'm, hang on i can mouse over it and think about it <laughs> yeah. what that's right that's right and then um another big standout to me was more passive trees yes please sure more yeah just load it on you add cluster jewels not that time long ago. Redo ascendancies. Now your freaking atlas has it. Oh goodness! Next, make my gloves. I want my gloves with a little tree. Oh, so good. I forgot my one standout. A effing hideout for the thirty-six yes. challenge. That's not, I've never seen that before. If and you're it's not awesome. going to have a portal, the hideout doesn't the hideout that looks poe e doesn't it? Where the middle of your hideouts actually like hut covered thing. thing like it makes me a little bit angry because i just want to give the money for it because <laughs> i i say it every league 36 i want that i want that 36 challenge and then i start playing i'm like well i can get to like maybe 28 30 but oh good for you I, i'm getting it for you That's awesome it, or i'm never playing again ever i'm i'm gonna join you you just gotta carry me I'm 100% defense. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm doing Molten Shell. And half the enemies probably aren't going to hit me. They're just going to be those stupid Diabolist resers where they raise their arms like they're at a baseball game. <sighs> Raising their enemies or our enemies. And they're not going to hit me. So I'm just going to stand there with Molten Shell. So you're going to have to help me level quick. I'll run right with you. I'll even use a Quicksilver Flask. Those are my standouts. This has been a long episode. PoE 3.13 is looking super exciting. And next week, we're going to be talking about the game. Like we'll literally have played a day like hours couple hours maybe and it's that means the patch, we have a patch notes, notes episode oh, halfway we through the week patch notes episode <laughs> justin's excited people don't don't listen to this yep don't we're gonna to have this. a justin's patch notes excited. episode what day do they come out it's gonna be great uh i i it's normally the tuesday for us like if legal leases are friday it's normally tuesday whatever day what the patch notes tuesday? come out i don't know 
we're going to do, we'll do one. It may be 10 minutes and we're going to read through it in the fastest. I'll just, <laughs> anyway. All right, Ty, standouts. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode. Anyway, 313 looks so fun. I'm super pumped for it. We're going to, we're, we're going to wrap up 63 though, I think, right? Bye. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> anyway, I'm really excited. Uh, this has been episode 53, Forever Exiled. I... No, 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 wrong what? mistake. Which part? Do it again. 53. 63. We've done 53. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Okay, try again. Try again. This has been episode 63 of Forever (laughs) Exile, the Path of Exile (laughs) podcast. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. No, I'm Tyler Record. Patrons, we'll catch you guys in After Dark, and everybody else will catch you in 64, which will be our patch notes episode. Uh, If you're looking for more information, we've got a, uh, you can look in the information down below. We've got a website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter at foreverexiled82. We got a discord which is a boatload of fun join it links down below as well as our patreon information if you're looking for it peace ah i can't freaking wait man who cares about co-op not me